Coming up, more performing artists cancel their shows at SeaWorld. CityWalk at Universal Studios is getting a facelift. And this month, day guests will be able to try their hands at FastPass Plus in the parks. We also try out uh, your holiday cookie recipes that you sent in. All that plus roundtable rapid fire, the top ten threads of the month on this episode of The Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 665 for the week of December 17th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and Adventures by Disney Vacations. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello and welcome, everybody, to the Diz Unplugged here in the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm Dustin West, and I am your host this week, and I'm joined at the table by my friends Sean Thompson, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, and back in the production nook, we have Craig Williams. On the keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Playing those slow jams. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, again, welcome, everybody, to the show. A few changes this week, obviously. Um... First of all, I wasn't even supposed to be here. Uh, <laughs> By the way, yeah. I don't want to be here, he says. <laughs> uh, last, uh, last week was supposed to be me and Pete's last uh, show of the year. We had gone out to California. Uh, for the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic that uh, was happening, but uh, his back wasn't feeling uh, all that great, so we ended up coming back. And uh, so, uh, you know, again, he's having complications with that, and hopefully that gets uh, better. You know, I'm, none of us want that complication in his life right now so we really really hope that you know that starts getting better for him and you know he's got plans in the works to make that happen um also as you'll notice i'm not Teresa eccles (laughs) (laughs) um Apparently, less facial. Uh, Teresa has less facial hair. She does, and she apparently <laughs> also close. had an apron, <laughs> an apron and a wig planned or something. Uh, or no, you were talking. No, she didn't have a wig planned. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was going to use her normal hair, but we were talking about pretending to be her and wearing a wig. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Of her, yeah. yeah, and I'm sorry, Teresa. I'm not wearing an apron. That was a last minute, you know, decision. I just didn't have one to. I didn't either. But we hope yeah. you feel better. Yeah, yes. yeah. She's I mean, a horrible sickness is just running rampant through her house right yeah, now. Yeah, her whole family has the plague or something like that. Um, yeah, some death illness or something. Well, I don't think it's a death illness. Uh, oh, I think, okay. I think everyone's okay. They're just uh, sick. Right. They're all part of the bucket club. Oh, <laughs> which is fun to think about I bet when it we have cookies. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. <in our> <laughs> <laughs> Smell. Yeah. I'm glad she's not here because I'm on grandma watch. My grandchild is due any day now, and I don't want to be sick and say, hey, I can't be there. That's cool. So, Well, we hope she feels better. Yes. 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 She's Get in chat. Well she's watching. Oh, yeah. Well, she's well enough to be in chat, huh? Yikes. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm messing with you. Well, we have a really uh, interesting show today. Of course, like I mentioned uh, at the top of the show, we have uh, your uh, recipes that you've been sending in for the last couple weeks. Um, and uh, these are holiday cookie recipes. And we're going to get to that later in the show. So I think that that's going to be a nice little twist uh, to end the year. That'll be fun. Uh, but before uh, we get to that, we do have some uh, housekeeping. I have a, a, at least one thing that I want to mention. I know some other people have some stuff. Uh, starting in the new year, we are going to be moving the time of the show. 
we're going to be going at 2 p.m. instead of 1 p.m. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Everyone will have to tape General Hospital because they'll yeah. be missing it. <laughs> but it's worth it. <laughs> but now I don't have to miss Days of Our Lives. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, around soap operas. <laughs> Starting in the starting in the new year, yeah, two p.m. instead of one p.m. live every Tuesday. Um, uh, Sean, I know you have something you want to talk about. Yeah, actually, I just want to uh, mention our uh, brand new shirts. So in the Dish Shop, we just uh, launched new hashtag shirts. So it, the the design of the shirt is uh, at the Dish, so it's kind of a Twitter related kind of social media thing. Yeah. And then there's a speech bubble with a whole bunch of different Disney related hashtags. It's really um, cool. It is really mm-hmm. cool. There's yeah. Disney ones. There's Disboards ones. All the hashtags are kind of related to like trip planning and stuff like that. Um, so it's available in white and black. Um, and it's in pre-order right now from December 15th up until January 15th. So we're accepting pre-orders for a month to get everyone included so that they can put their orders in. And then after that, we'll have them printed and they will be shipped no later than February 15th. So this is kind of a long-term thing. This isn't before Christmas or anything. Um, but I'm really excited about them. Uh, they're really cool designs. Yeah, they are. Um, pr- the printing quality is fantastic. So this is exciting. We'll have links to all that in the show notes page. Okay. And we'll talk about it when we come back in the new year. But yeah. um, pre-orders up until January 15th. So yeah, You guys are really going to like this design if you haven't seen it yet definitely yeah, go check it great. out yeah does anybody else have anything for housekeeping I do. I do okay i have two one i want to get up on my soapbox for a, a minute Please. but um i last week i went to the doctor and had two precancerous um spots burned off my face um from being out in the sun and i thought i was the sunscreen queen always telling people to put on your sunscreen but i guess i wasn't as diligent as i should have been so you know they're in the process of healing now but if you i saw somebody mention on the dis boards um should you wear sunscreen down here in the winter time you should wear sunscreen down here all the time yeah. and if you're out in the sun anywhere you should be wearing sunscreen you know in my case it was precancerous it's good if you think you have spots go get them checked out it took all of five minutes for them to do the procedure and so you can't even tell. Like I can't. I would have. Well, no. the scab is starting to fall off now. She's there. Oh, it's going to turn black. Huh? She goes. You don't have any social activities, do you? <laughs> just making cookies. It's only Christmas. <laughs> but you know, it just looked like a scab, and it's been a week now, and they're they're yeah. already starting to come off. So that's. I'll get down off my soapbox, but wear your sunscreen. That's really yeah. good advice, yeah. which I should follow. By the yes, way, yes. I mean, I'm always telling people to do it, and like I said, I was surprised, but. Um, if you have a spot and you're not sure what it is, go to the doctor and they can tell you, you know, if there's something wrong with it or if it's just a spot. But don't guess. You know, I I was lucky. Mine was precancerous. And my second thing that I just wanted to mention is a good friend of the, the podcast and a, a listener, um, Kevin John Jabinski, mm-hmm. yesterday unveiled his um, hat box ghost. Oh, yeah. Um, Drawing, not drawing, painting, I guess, at Downtown Disney, at the Art of Disney. So if you're in Downtown Disney, go look at it. Um, It's really incredible. It It really is. And he's going to have prints and everything going to come along. But to see him yesterday, he's this big, Mm -hmm. tough guy. And to see his voice, like, quivering, this was like a dream of his. Oh, yeah. You know, as a kid, drawing Disney and... You know, and now here he's a Disney master artist. So, congratulations to Kevin John, and 
buy his works when they come out. Can you imagine being a Disney fan for as long as he has been and finally getting your artwork in the Dis- yes. Art of Disney store? Yes. I mean, that's just really cool. It was just what if you know the vi- I have the video up on my page. He has it up on his, but just you can see the quivering in his voice. He yeah. was just so excited he didn't right. know what to say. <laughs> and it's like, how neat is that, that? That you know something you've worked all your life for now was realized. So congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Um, my housekeeping has to do with a huge family moment that we had over the weekend, and um, Anna's boyfriend Travis asked her to marry him. Wow! Um, oh, in Epcot, nice. right in front of the Mexico Pavilion, that's where they met the first time. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Um, over two years ago oh, now. That's cool. Uh, he had invited all of us to come. Her family and his. Everyone flew in. And she has a really good friend who used to be a manager at Epcot, and now she's over at Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. She helped Travis orchestrate everything. Um, Anna thought she was going to a commercial filming for tequila. <laughs> like that was going to be before the park opened. And she was like so excited. You know, we told her, dress nice. She might be on TV. <laughs> you know, so she would look nice in her photos. And so we all hid inside of the pyramid. And um, after he had proposed and Kristen was there taking photos of them, she sort of waved us all out so we all came out and surprised her. And it was just really incredible and just truly magical. Yeah. I've never seen anyone you know, get engaged besides myself, Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I guess if you randomly walk up on somebody in the theme park, you know, when that's happening, it's probably pretty cool to witness. But um, being it that it was our family was just so oh, incredible. Yeah. the pictures were great. It looked like a really yeah. like everything worked out perfectly. And oh, yes. Her ring is gorgeous. Yeah. They are super happy. Um, now, Corey's been fresh. <laughs> he texted him today. It's been 72 hours. You need to pick a date. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he's just teasing, of yeah, course. Yeah. So, so she um, fell for it, huh? She totally... Oh, yeah. She's kind of like me. It's easy to pull things over uh. on her. So, but it was oh, just really so nice cool. to be included that he trusted us with this sort of a secret. And yeah. we can't wait for him to be a part of our family. Um, oh, that's I'm getting nice. my first bill. I'm so excited. That's <laughs> a brother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it Most people money. aren't excited about bills. <laughs> no, no, no. B-I-L. Um, yeah, so. Congratulations, Anna and Travis. Yes, congratulations. That's awesome. It's exciting. Cool. Anybody else have any more housekeeping? Uh, yeah, I got... Uh, wow. There's okay. um, another show that people from the Diz make. It's called the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Yes, indeed. Um, this week on that show, uh, Dizzer Allison Henry returns with a trip report from her holiday vacation to Disneyland uh, that the team helped her plan over a couple segments, so... <laughs> If you didn't uh, listen to all those, then go back, listen to those, and then listen to the new one. And the team also shares their hits and misses for 2013. And they were all very happy while recording. I believe they all had a special holiday drink with them. So <laughs> it should be an interesting episode. We should have done that. Yeah, Dang why it. didn't we do that? I don't know. Whereas I should have I made a rum cake. I'm get drunk off my rum cake. <laughs> I have very special diet soda. I want eggnog. <laughs> Me too. Mm. Special eggnog. Adult well, eggnog. It, yeah, it's not adult beverage, but that's okay. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for mentioning that. Again, uh, the Disneyland edition is every Thursday. You can go to uh, disunplugged.com uh, and, and, and visit their show notes page. You can also go to iTunes and subscri- uh, subscribe to uh, the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged. So thanks for mentioning that, Craig. Yeah. Um, if that does it for <laughs> housekeeping, I do believe Sean has some news stories for us. All right. Well, the first news story is kind of a saga that's been going on forever. 
So I will just start with the first of three news stories that are kind of connected. Yeah. Uh, Cheap Trick and Trisha Yearwood have canceled their SeaWorld performances after uh, the Blackfish backlash. Right. Um, so this has been in addition to the ones that have already been announced, Bare Naked Ladies, Willie Nelson, and Hart. So that makes five. Now, of course, we've just learned recently that Ario Speedwagon has canceled. So that was the sixth band that's canceled. And then yesterday, I think it was announced that Martina McBride also canceled. And she actually issued a statement on her Facebook page. I've decided that given all the issues that have been aired recently, that time isn't right for me to play at SeaWorld. I have canceled my scheduled performance. So that's what she put on Facebook. So I think that makes seven <clears throat> of the original artists that have canceled at this um, bruise. Well, I think I forget the name of the, it's like the festival. Bruise. Barbecue. Bruise and something. Not much of a festival <laughs> anymore. So... I think most people would think that SeaWorld would take this and kind of learn from it and maybe kind of edit what they're doing and maybe even cancel the, the, the concert because this is like a publicity nightmare for them. But instead, they went and they announced this statement. Uh, they released it yesterday. While we're disappointed, a small group of misinformed individuals was able to deny fans what would have been great concerts at SeaWorld. We respect the band's decisions. Martina McBride is canceled, and we expect that other artists will be targeted in this campaign. The bands and artists have a standing invitation to visit any of our parks, to see firsthand or to speak to any of our animal experts, to learn for themselves how we care for the animals and how little truth there is to the allegations made by animal ex extremist groups opposed to the zoological display of marine mammals. We continue to book other bands and artists as we plan for another great ba uh, bands, brew, and barbecue event in 2014. We'll announce our full lineup when all artists have been confirmed. <laughs> no one is going to be confirmed. <laughs> so they just went the opposite direction and just said, oh, no, we're doing everything right. We'll get yeah. more people. You guys are misinformed. Yeah. You know, you know what? I, I feel bad for SeaWorld because, first of all, um, how do I know that these people even bothered to look into the issue? Their, their managers or somebody said, hey, look, there's this hot topic out there. Maybe you shouldn't go. The second yeah. thing... That's true, because when was the last time Trisha Yearwood was in a news story? You know? <laughs> she's, she's busy with Food Network now. <laughs> oh, okay. But you know what I mean? It's like, how do I know that they actually did that? Yeah. I hope that the artists actually watched it for themselves and made their yeah. decision. I would hope so, too, but you know what? It doesn't even else. take that much. I mean, there's so much buzz. I think Joan Jett even um, asked them to stop using one of her songs. She wasn't part of the lineup, yeah. but she just contacted them and said stop using my song um did they so, use uh one of her i don't songs know the, in publicity don't know the or detail something? i don't know okay. if it was com commercial or if yeah. it was in one of the shows yeah. or something. it's part of shamu rocks i believe okay. in the summertime oh. it's the yeah. nighttime show rock and roll. is it that Maybe. probably yeah, mm -hmm. That's yeah weird. it is there's <laughs> whales dancing to that <laughs> <laughs> they like get the audience wound up for it okay you know what whether whether they're informed or not um you know these these uh, musicians and artists you know, they're listening to their fans. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's... See, I have a problem with that. I don't know that they are listening to their fans. You know what our, our job is like if somebody in our company said, no, we're not going to do that. Yes, we can have a dialogue about it. But, you know, sometimes somebody has to say, okay, we're not going to do this. And I think a lot of this, plus the other part that bothers me with this is, do I really care what Trisha Yearwood thinks? Isn't I ask myself that question every morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we all have people on Facebook that like us, but I don't wake up in the morning and think now I'm going to get up on my soapbox, even though I just said, you know, about skin cancer. You know, it's like you still have free will and you can go do whatever you want. And these people, to me, do not 
dictate how I should live my life. Right. Have you guys seen the movie uh, yes, Blackfish? Yes, I have. Yeah. I watched I it here a couple you guys talked about it. It's on Netflix, actually, so you can see it there. Um, I just watched it the other night, and I think I cried. Uh, yeah, there's. It's pretty moving. It makes a fairly strong case. I yeah. won't ignore the fact that it is essentially propaganda. It's one sided. Um, yes, it's very. very it is one sided. I'll admit that. I really will. But. At the same time, the case that they sh- they present is really strong. It is. There's footage. There's um, case of, studies. Yeah. There's there's and things. One of the that- main things that they say that that really got to me is um, obviously you know the taking of the babies from the mothers. Yeah. Okay. That was the hardest yeah. part yeah. for me. Yeah. They show footage from the the late seventies and early eighties. Horrible. When they, they scream, went- they literally scream like they are in pain because their child is taken away, just like any of us would. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, mothers, if their child was taken away, and probably fathers too, but. Um, they talk about how there are no instances of orcas killing humans in the wild. Yeah. Not one. And the whole oh. thing about the, the male's uh, dorsal fin, yeah. whatever. Uh, that so the documentary says. But The huge thing for me was also the lifespan. Yeah. They showed that uh, they have scientific fact that in the wild, the whales can live fairly, fairly similar to humans. The women can live up to like 100, and I think men probably in their 50s, right. 60s, it said. But then they show these series of clips of SeaWorld employees saying, oh, no, they live to be 35. Yeah. That they live right. shorter in the wild because they don't have the veterinary care that they do here, which is, yeah. I, I mean, they can't get around that. That's I'm a, a whale lover. I'm sorry. Save the whales all the way and I do not believe that these animals mammals should be in captivity at all I just I want to know how many people like get close enough to the orcas in the wild to actually kill them besides the boats that drive up beside I'm not saying that well, I'm exactly. pro right. sea right. but you shouldn't like, be in the water with them anyway <laughs> yeah and yeah. I watched it as well after I found out that it was on Facebook um, I didn't like that it was proper or wow Netflix not Facebook yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, service. My face yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have a problem with what they were doing. I didn't like how SeaWorld was lying about some stuff because yeah. their whole, as they said in the article, they're talking about how they care for the animals while they're there. And yeah, they do care about the animals while they're there, but they were brought in in really terrible ways. And then, you know, like the whole reason that Don, the trainer that was most recently killed, got killed, is it partly because um, of the way that they try to train them and that she yep. didn't give him fish afterwards and then he started to get all angry and then moments later he pulls her in by the arm. And I, I honestly think that these whales, because they are such, you know, a, they're, they're such a family, they, you know, every mm-hmm. pod is, is totally different from any other pod. Yeah. Um, I believe they probably start to view these trainers as their family, like as a whale yep. too. And so... But obviously, you can't play with a 130-pound woman if you weigh 5,000 yeah. pounds, you know? I mean, that's just not... And they discuss that a lot, actually, the family aspect and how, how right. different it is when they t- they see a family out in the wild that are a group. They even described it as, like, almost different... They, they speak differently. Like, mm-hmm. they notice certain yep. things different in dialects. these family groups. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they take them and they split them all apart and they put them together, however the... The right. higher ups in the company want to put and them together, and that's why Tilly was so abused because yeah. the two, two females he was with when he was very young, mm-hmm. he was not a part of their original pod, so they beat him up and right. abused him. And they didn't speak the same language, right. the same yeah. dialect, so, so he had no way to communicate with I, them. I, I admit that SeaWorld does a lot of good um, for a lot of things, yeah. um, and I think that deep down, I mean, they you, they really show that they care for the animals and they want, but I think that some of the things they've done. I don't know. This is tough, and I think that PR wise, they really took the wrong direction in this. Yeah, I think that instead of taking this standpoint, yeah. I think a long time ago they should have just flat out said, you know what, there's stuff going on, we're going to try to fix well, this. In the in the release for that, you know, um, they said animal activists or extremists, they'd never mentioned the film. And it's because they haven't, 
I, they have yet to find a way to approach this documentary, you yeah. know. And uh, I honestly think good for these bands. You're bringing awareness to something that people are concerned about, and you are in a position to bring attention to it. Yeah, I feel the same. You know, way. yeah. I yeah. mean, I really, you know, I don't yeah. wake up and say, oh, what, what would Trisha Yearwood think of my outfit today? But I like that they are bringing light to a situation that, in my opinion, is it's very dear to my heart and very important. I agree. Yep. We'll move on, though, because yeah. Trisha's getting upset because we're bringing her down. Uh, <laughs> such a sad story. She's very emotional right she now. She's very emotional. She needs to uh, hear something more uplifting. Yes. So, all right. So our next news story is all about uh, the big changes coming to Universal Orlando CityWalk. Um, so last week, Craig and I went to a press event um, at CityWalk where they kind of announced some of the new changes that are coming. Um, and they're mostly all food related. Um, they did announce that they're changing up the studio store, mainly kind of like a design. Uh, they're making a new facade, kind of making it bigger. Yeah. Um, but it's staying in the same location. Um, then some of the food stuff that they're actually uh, changing. The Starbucks is actually going to move and get a much bigger location. It's going to be put on the first floor. Well, thank God. Yeah. It's about time. Yes. <laughs> it, it, the concept art looks really nice. We have a full blog, so we'll link to that for sure. Um, is that what they're building right in that area? Is that it's That's going to go next to Bubba Gump. That's oh, the okay. Starbucks. Um, then there's going to be a Cold Stone and a Menchie's. So Cold Stone is kind of the regular oh, ice cream. Yeah. Menchie's, Menchie's is frozen, frozen yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. So I think those are both good additions. Cold Stone's going where the Endangered Species Store was. Um, and then Menchie's is going to be um, where the candy store along Lombard Boulevard is. Yeah. Uh, so up in that area, um, the two things that are definitely going for sure are um, cigars as well as the candy store and then inevitably tcby is going to get taken out of there as well too because you don't need two you, you don't need either. two yeah you don't need three ice cream places but tcby is better than menchie's i haven't heard of oh, no, disagree. i love menchie's, I, love menchie's. I, mean, I like them both but you menchie's just, does not have I get my menchie's fabulous rewards. cheesecake you flavor get free ones after <laughs> and their spoons are cute they are cute yeah. my kids like menchie's yeah i love menchie's never heard of it Really? really it's just the traditional frozen yogurt where you go and you kind of get the oh. cup and then you build it and then they have toppings and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah but it's it's kind of uh a really big thing that's cu- popping up in california that's where it's based out of and it's hitting big in orlando too and they do um kosher frozen yogurt and vegan frozen yogurt and all the stuff that people care mm. about instead of just that's all i care about killing your animals <laughs> kosher and, vegan food <laughs> yes exactly kosher vegan food. <laughs> but, yeah, by the way, all, all of this is kosher and vegan. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. It is. I'm sure. And allergen-free. Um, so just to run over the other it's ones. dust. <laughs> you need water. Uh, Breadbox is coming to uh, the current TCBY location, which is going to be like a sandwich shop. Okay. Uh, it looks pretty good. They talked about making fresh bread every day and kind of <laughs> different things like that. It looks kind of like an upper-scale sandwich shop. Craft sandwiches. Yes, craft sandwiches. Um, the Red Oven... I'm sorry, I skipped over Pranzo, which is, they're not for sure on the name. They said that it might change, but yep. it's just be kind of like an upscale um, Italian restaurant. They're going to make their own pasta and stuff like that. Are they getting rid of the pasta more place? Um, they they haven't announced it yet, but it's it's but inevitable probably. that it's going to get rid of yeah. it because they've already replaced the quick service of pasta more with the red oven and pizza bakery yeah. that Sean's about to which talk is the, about. Yeah, which yeah. is the next one. So that's kind of, it's. I really like this. We got actually a nice little tour of it. It's already open. Um, it's kind of like a quick service, but a little bit more upscale. Um, you go in, you order your pizza, they make it right on the spot in the, the big oh. oven. And then uh, they kind of bring it to you. You go yeah. sit down. It's nice. very res- uh, blah, reminiscent of like be our guest. You order in one section, go sit down, and then eventually they bring your pizza yeah. to you. Hmm. But they have this just 
giant red oven that can uh, get up to 1400 degrees and it's just kind of like right off to the side so you can see all your pizzas going in there's a little window you can even go up and look in through it it was pretty funny we were on the tour and they took us like right behind uh, inside the restaurant itself like where the people were actually making the pizzas and the whole time I think oh my god this is a health code violation like why are we back here like I could have reached for the pepperoni (laughs) but I I was just sneezing on everything (laughs) sneezing running his hand through all the dough Um, and then just to run through the last ones, Antojitos is a new Mexican restaurant that's going to be opening. It's kind of looks like a church. Um, hot Dog Hall of Fame is going to open up, and it's basically um, a hot dog shop where they have a whole bunch of different types of hot dogs. I think the man said like eight different varieties. Um, Twelve different varieties 12. of hot dogs that all um, are based off of a different city or ballpark around oh, there. There's so, absolutely no wow. ketchup on any of the hot dogs, which I support. And the interesting thing about yeah, it. Mustard only. Yeah. Um, is up. that the uh, guy who's creating it, his name's Steve Schuster. He's also was in charge of the designs for uh, the Rainforest Cafe and <laughs> T-Rex Cafe. So now every we've been talking a lot about how Disney people are coming over to Universal. And a lot of buzz has been going around about how now even restaurants that used to be at Disney are starting to go over to Universal as well, too. So will there be an animated Sears Tower, like, yelling at you? Or? Well, there's going to be a giant Jumbotron outside, and you can sit in some of your favorite ballpark seats and watch the Jumbotron. Other <laughs> I just want the hot dog. Skip thing. on that. <laughs> the man was really funny. He had, like, this weird singing pickle. I don't, every, every, press event we go to, <laughs> every press event we go to, there's some weird character. Like, when we went to the Downtown Disney one, there was this Lego guy, and he was, like, super into Legos. He had, like, a, a lab coat on and was, like, going crazy about Legos, and then this man had a singing pickle. It was very strange. So it sounds wow. like they're focusing well, a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more, yeah, and this yeah. is the one I'm so excited about. It's called Cowfish, um, and it's a fusion restaurant. It's going to be sushi and burgers. Um, so they're Cow calling fish. it Sushi Burgers and Bar, um, and it's actually originating in North Carolina. Yeah. And the two guys were awesome. They're like these kind of young, kind of cool guys that love sushi, and their and concept. Burgers, well, their concept was that they love sushi, but their wives or coworkers necessarily didn't. So they wanted a place where they could go. And still uh, bring them. That's a good to, idea. To please everybody, right? Yeah. So you can have sushi, but then burgers, and then they're well, going to have craft beer, and it's, it's just a really cool concept. Yeah. And, and like originally when they built the restaurant, the uh, the guy who was running the burger joint in the in the whole establishment, he took down a wall just so they could actually put the sushi on with it, and then combine two restaurants together. And their big selling point that they want to do is called burgushi, and so they'll take like burger items. And put it in sushi rolls, or right. then they'll take like sushi items and they'll put it on sandwiches. Huh. So it, it, apparently, it's hugely popular. So in Corey could have stores. an uni burger. I just want a patty <laughs> size roll that's thinly sliced. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I think it's going to be great. They talked about the different kind of things they're going to offer in terms of uh, the beer selections. They're very into like local breweries. So the the two they have are currently, I think, one in Raleigh, one in. Charlotte? Somewhere in North Carolina. Yeah, one in the Charlotte airport, yeah. I believe, and the other one's just a store they in use, a like, Raleigh local, mall. No, local North Carolina breweries, so they're looking at stuff down here. And I just Orlando think Brewing. A, I think it's a great idea. It's yeah. going to be a fun place. Yeah. So it sounds like they're focusing a lot on the uh, quick service kind of, at least what you're talking well, about there's here. there's a balance. I think yeah. a couple of them are uh, sit-downs. I think the Mexican restaurant... Um, and then definitely that pranzo um, Italian food will be sit down. But. We don't have a lot of really great Mexican restaurants in Orlando, no. so yeah. if this one could be good, that would be great. You definitely have to commend them. There's a, a wide variety of different things. Ice cream, coffee, yeah. Italian. Some really so. cool changes yeah. you're mentioning. All right. And then just the timeline. They said uh, the summer of next year. So okay. Yeah. That'll be good. Indeed. 
Julie's going to sneeze. I didn't. I stopped myself. All right. Uh, so our last news story is about uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, and they're conducting a FastPass Plus test um, later this month. So a test of the FastPass Plus system will take place at Disney's Animal Kingdom beginning on December 18th, so which is tomorrow. Uh, once guests get to the park, they will be able to make up to three FastPass Plus selections for that day. There are kiosks available around the park to use located near Cali River Rapids, Primeval World, and Expedition Everest. Um, oh, and another one near Disney Outfitters. Okay. Um, FastPass Plus will be available for the following attractions. Finding Nemo the Musical, Cali River Rapids, Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, Festival of the Lion King, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Primeval World, It's Tough to Be a Bug, and then the character greetings at Adventurer's Outpost. Paper tickets will not work in the FastPass machines during this test. Um, magic bands are not needed for the test. Offsite guests will be able to use their theme park tickets instead. All three of their FastPass Plus choices will need to be made at a kiosk, and if any changes need to be made throughout the day, guests will need to revisit the kiosks. Okay, so um, the regular machines will be turned off. They will be off. Right. And yes. everybody that has any kind of media, whether it is a magic band and you haven't done it yet, or if you have a regular one, like Card, even if it's a one-day mm-hmm. ticket or an annual pass, you just go up, tap it to the sensor, and it says... On the kiosk, you make your selections. Now, a detail that I'm not sure about that Kathy actually brought up was whether or not this is just happening on the 18th, so tomorrow, yeah, or, if two different starts, versions. Yeah. or if it starts on the 18th, then it's going to kind of be an ongoing thing. We're not sure of that yet. We're not sure. I don't know what they could find in a one-day test. I know. This you This know. is really a test to see how this is going to work for forever, right? Mm-hmm. right. So this is how it's going to work. When the fast pass, the paper FastPass machines go away, this is going to be the only option. So this takes away the whole controversy of double-dipping with your yeah. FastPass and it plus and paper. And regular day guests to use this FastPass This plus. is great because, for, you know, for one... You know, getting your ticket linked to your My Disney experience, then adding FastPass Plus is a hassle. You know, it, is. It, it really is. And and I don't know if you need to do that before you use this um, kiosk, but it sounds like anybody with any kind of ticket media can just right. go up and click, 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 and you know, you have your fast passes for the day, almost like you would with the machine. So it mm. sounds like. You know, obviously, it's better to plan it out in advance, but if you don't know how to do that or you're having technical difficulties with it, you have an option at least now. Well, if you're an off-site guest, yes, this is great because now you can get your three in one location yeah. for the day, and they're, they're not going to get a magic band. They're just going to use their ticket. So it's a test. It's a good time to do this to see how this is all going to work. That means they're one-day tickets now. They're not printing paper anymore. They're probably all plastic with RFID in and them, actually, right? And uh, actually, right now, if you have a regular paper ticket, you can go to any guess, uh, any will call, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is, guess what, any window, yeah, ticket and window. have it switched over to a plastic RFID And I card. think, yeah, most of them now are, are RFID tickets. Yeah. That's yeah. got to get expensive for them printing one-day, one-park tickets for, you know, that are plastic, but, yeah, but that, it allows people to use this yeah. billion-dollar project. This, this, if this works, this is exactly what FastPass Plus needs. And I know this has been part of their plan the whole time, but it just hasn't rolled out yet. Yeah. Right. So this I'm interested is exactly for them to get need. the ratios right because it's going to take a lot of balancing and to kind of finessing that because you need to have enough left over for day guests and then kind of space them, you know, throughout the day so that people can still have access to them. I don't know. Are they going to disappear the first two hours of the park? Well, event, I mean, they were already doing that with the legacy machines. You know, the older machines that already existed, they had a certain amount allotted. Oh, sure. And, but, and you saw those roll through a lot quicker than they used to. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be the same here. 
you know? There's an added uh, aspect of having a certain amount of fast passes already booked by yeah. people already doing it, you know, like months in advance. Right. So well, there's going to be, be interesting, there. too, because in one of the articles that I read, they're going to tell you about this test when you go through the auto plaza. Okay. But if you're on a bus, I don't know how they're going to tell you this or – you know, as a day guest, how many people are actually going to know that this test is going on? I have on? a feeling there's going to be a lot of cast members there. Oh, yes. A lot of oh, signage yes. as well. Yes. Probably, there's probably going to be one posted at every uh, FastPass plus, fast pass machine area. If you need to get a FastPass, you have to go to this They'll location. They'll tell you, go over here, right. use your, your plastic ticket to go to one of the right. kiosks. And then they also, uh, one of the questions was, well, then how do I know what I have a FastPass for? And the part I thought was a little funny or whatever was they're like, well, take a picture of it so disney's assuming that everybody has a smartphone although they did say that they will have paper there to write so, it down to write it down so like a golf I, yeah scorecard or something. i want to go over and see how this works like if yeah. i say oh geez i don't have a smartphone how do i do this and see how they i, I like when disney does something that's a little bit different or like a problem and how Disney solves it. That's one of the things I really like about Disney. So I want to go over and see what they do. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for this. I'm glad they're doing it now. I want it to work. I want it to work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it for the news. Very cool. Well, thank you, Sean, for that. Good news stories. We're going to move on to roundtable rapid fire. And I do believe I'm going first, correct? You are going first. I've got a, Pretty quick one, though. Sean says he might have some things to add to this. Um, Beaches and Cream will begin accepting reservations on December 18th, which is all new because, of course, that always used to be one that you just walked right up to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a very small restaurant. Mm. It's a really small uh, restaurant. Yeah, starting tomorrow, um, they're going to be accepting reservations. I know you had some more information. Well, the only thing I heard, and I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but because it is so small inside, um, they're only accepting reservations of four or less because they're smaller tables for four tops. So if that means if you have a party of of five or more, then you're going to have to book two different reservations because they can only accept four people at a time per reservation. Right. So I don't know how that's going to work. Like what if you can't, you get one for like five and then one for five 15. I don't know how it's going to work, but that's just what I heard because it's such a small area. So we'll have to see how that goes. And then I also heard, um, you know, there's like a counter that you can go yeah. to. Like, are they going to leave that open so that walk-ups for walk-ups? could at least, at least go to I the counter? So. I would really hope so. so. I've got a feeling. I mean, this is a very popular restaurant. Um, you know, it has a, like a fan following, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I have a feeling like it could potentially be booked up a lot because it is, there's so little mm-hmm. availability for it. Um, uh, it, I, the cool thing about Beaches and Cream for me was that I could pretty much always walk up and right. maybe, you know, wait like 15, 20 minutes. You know, I could go to the hang out at the pool or whatever, do something, walk around the, uh, the Yacht or Beach Club and, you know, or sit at the bar there if you're by yourself or just like two of you. Um, so this is going to make it a lot more complicated getting into yeah, it's, Beaches it's and Cream. it's sort of sad because, like, if you were walking through Epcot and you're there like, oh, hey, let's go over to Beaches and Cream for ice cream or whatever. You can't do that now. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's uh, – oh, God, I was going to say something and then 
It oh, left you. just left my mind. <laughs> that is sad. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. Uh, usually, Beaches and Cream was kind of the excuse you gave at the the part at the gate at Beach Club <laughs> to go park doing there. This. <laughs> you would say, "Oh, I'm going to eat at Beaches and Cream," and they can't check for a reservation number because you can't make a reservation. So Very that's true. what you would say. So I don't think that's the complete reason. I think you could probably still get away with that, but it is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think that would be the reason they're doing this. I think the reason they're doing this is because they want it in that My Disney Experience system. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. You know, they, they want it to be a part of that system. But, you know, if they're going to do that, that one's just on the edge of uh, quick service slash counter, mm-hmm. I mean, full service. And, you know, they're not going to not going to make reservations for, you know, fast food locations, but this one's a little different. So it's, I think we're going to see it becoming a little more difficult to get into Beaches and Cream. Cool. So that's my rapid fire. Mm. Who's going next? Sean. All right. So last week, the uh, 50th anniversary edition Blu-ray came out for Mary Poppins. And we have a full review of the actual edition on our blog. Um, the movie looks fantastic. I'll just, I'll just paraphrase the review. The movie looks fantastic. The special features are kind of lackluster. Really? Um, I would think for a 50th anniversary edition, they would have kind of stepped it up and done some cool stuff. Um, there's only two new things. There's kind of an animated karaoke sing-along thing, which is it's, it's, done, it's designed really well. It's really kind of pretty to watch, but it doesn't appeal to me really. I'm I want documentaries. I want special features. You can just features. sing along with the movie. Well, that's the thing. And uh, the other special feature is kind of just a promotion for Saving Mr. Banks. Oh. Um, it's, an inter- it's, a, it's an interesting interview. It's between Jason Schwartzman and uh, Richard Sherman, who plays Jason Sh- uh, Schwartzman plays right. Richard in the movie. So, I mean, it's interesting. They have a nice conversation. They do so- give some insight um, back on the original filming of Mary Poppins. Um, wow. But overall, 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 I expected more. But the movie looks great, so I think it's worth getting it just for that. Um, and then I just want to mention that this week we'll have some uh, Saving Mr. Banks stuff going up on the blog as well. A full review and uh, maybe some other stuff. So. Because that comes out next week, the twentieth. Yeah, I guess that's this Friday. Week. Yeah, it's Friday. Oh so. my gosh! Yeah, so excited for that. And I'll add to your story that now for a limited time in Epcot, you can get the poster mm-hmm. for Mary Poppins, and on the backside is Saving Mr. Banks. And I'll save everybody a lot of time and aggravation because when we went over there yesterday, they just said in the United Kingdom. Yeah. So we walked through all the shops, but here you have to get in line to see Mary Poppins. And they had a line that doubled back, and you had to, had to wait until they – I think they could have done that a little bit differently. I was surprised but. to see that you had to take a picture with them yes. and be in line to, to get, get the poster. poster. Yes. Yeah. They also have a really cute kind of cutouts. I don't know what the word is. It's just like a little kind of souvenir that you take away with you. The autograph card? Yeah, the autograph yeah. card. Um, it's of Mary Poppins' tape measure, the yellow one that says practically yeah. perfect in every way. <laughs> I think it's cute. It's a nice souvenir. But you have to wait in that huge long line. Yes. But I want the poster really bad, so I might do it. I think I think uh, the person that is Mary Poppins in Epcot came up with that idea. I, just, I want more people to see me. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, they always look so terrible. They always, especially <laughs> after seeing the Mary Poppins and Burton Disney. Let's not discuss the quality of face but, characters. Yeah. yeah. No, because don't get me started. <laughs> cool. Yes. All right. Thank you, Sean. Who's next? Because uh, I don't know the order. That's why I'm asking. We <laughs> got Julie. Oh, it's me. Yay. Yeah. Hey, okay. I'm, okay. I'm just going to sound funny, but I'm excited about this. <laughs> um, Ferris and Finley will probably watch it with me, too. But So the Disney Channel is going to be producing a movie that will feature the children of the Disney villains. Oh. Um, the premise is this. Uh, Beast and Belle are going to rule over an idyllic kingdom with their kind teenage son, who looks to be taking the throne, and... His first proclamation involves a shot at redemption for the misbehaving kids of Cruella de Vil. His name is Carlos. 
Um, <laughs> Maleficent is Mal. So I'm not sure if that's a boy or a girl. Kind of yeah. left me yeah. wondering. It's Pat. Uh-huh. <laughs> the evil queen um, has Evie. And then also Snow White. E- the evil queen from Snow White. Uh, her child's name is Evie. And then Jafar, his child's name is Jay. Are these, they all single parents could, or what's happening? I know. It's like, who made it with these people <laughs> yeah. in the first place? Who made it? So, <laughs> it's so, so clinical. Yeah. <laughs> it's clinical. <laughs> it is. So the teenagers attend a kingdom. They attend the kingdom's hottest prep school alongside other famous offspring, which will include the ch- children of the fairy godmother, Sleeping Beauty, Rapunzel, and Mulan. And so the villainous teens are going to face a dilemma of nature versus nurture, and whether or not they will follow in their parents' footsteps or embrace their own inner hero. This is animated, right? This is no. I think it's live action. No, it's live action. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, that's uh, neat. And the movie's Emmy Award-winning director Kenny Ortega was no. the director and choreographer for High School Musical. Okay. So, so yeah. Disney Channel original. Yeah. Um, it won't air until deal. 2015, but it's, I'm really excited. It's really cool. <laughs> it sounds like the more Disney-fied version. Of, I don't know if you guys ever saw uh, the Disney movie Sky High, yeah. where it's like mm-hmm. the kids of superheroes go to high school. Yeah, they go to high school. I love Kurt Russell. Yeah, the horse in the gray flannel blanket. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's yeah. a great idea. I'm really excited. Yeah. Wonder if I can't Ange- wait to see who they cast. Angelina Jolie will make a cameo. As oh, Maleficent. and seeing the trailer for that when we went to see Frozen, I'm even more excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. It looks good. Why mm-hmm. isn't she green? Are you? What are you? Oh, uh, it just bothers me. <laughs> well, I guess they could have painted her, but Elphaba. She does look. She looks very pale, at least. Yeah, and she's got like a really strong cheekbone jaw thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, should be weird. Cool, cool. Well, thank you, Julie. I'm looking forward to that. Kathy? Mine is Disney Quest New Year's Eve party. And it's New Year's Eve, 1231. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know. (laughs) From 8 p.m. to 1 a.m., advanced tickets are $55. If you purchase it the day of the event, it's $65. You can get it on the Disney website or you can call 407-W-DISNEY. You'll be able to play all the Disney Quest games as well as attend two DJ dance parties and countdown mm. to 2014 with a confetti drop and party favors. Woohoo! Character meet and greets will be available as well. Meet Chippendale, Buzz Lightyear, and Wreck-It Ralph. Prices include a voucher for, now get this, a grilled chicken sandwich. <laughs> Boy, they went all out. Man, New Year's Eve has changed at Downtown Disney over the last yes. 15 years. <laughs> grilled veggie wrap sandwich, cheesesteak sandwich, or a barbecue pork sandwich with a side salad or chips. And you get a cupcake or a fruit cup and a soda or a bottled water. So many options. Yeah, I, I think you know personally, I would go with for the bottled water. I think, but, yeah, but not I mean, the for fifty-five dollars, I would I'm just sorry. sneak in my own bottle of champagne <laughs> in your leg flask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you want to do something fun for New Year's Eve, go to Disney Quest. <laughs> I'll be home sleeping, but have fun. <laughs> I think it's a good idea for like tweens. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you, Kathy. Well, before we... Uh, hey, 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 oh, sorry, hey. Craig. I'm, I apologize. You have something very important, actually. I do. Um, a lot of information. It's breaking news this morning. Um, last week at the CityWalk uh, press event, we actually found out that there was going to be details coming out very, very soon about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter expansion. And yeah. this morning, um, one thing that happened is... Universal sent out press kits to everyone, letting them know that there was going to be an announcement made on the 23rd. And then Universal also released a really cool video, just just short, like 30 seconds, with James Phelps 
who plays uh, Fred Weasley right. in the films, and he just announced, like, hey, guys, we're going to be finally unveiling all the information about the Wizarding World diagonally on January 23rd at 1030 in the morning. And then they also provide a link to the website um, that they're using for it. And uh, if you go and sign up there and register for all their emails and stuff, you're going to be given a code so you can actually watch the live webcast with all the press and everyone else who's doing mm-hmm. it. But it, it's going to be amazing. Or if you're as cool as Corey. You get the little box. Oh, so jealous. It was delivered this morning. I, I thought I saw the FedEx guy, but he like ran away. So I was like, okay, maybe it wasn't for us. And so I opened the door. I'm looking. I don't see anything. It was a tiny little box like this. And I so I, I see it. I'm like, so he had just woken up. I'm like, here you go. Hand delivering his little package from Universal. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God. Greg is going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. It's a really I beautiful key. <laughs> it's a key to the vault at Gringotts. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. And, of course, it's that because Gringotts Bank is going to be one of the attractions. Yeah. And, I th- I mean, I've heard a lot of rumors about it, but people are going to be blown away with what they're doing. There's going to yeah. be a lot of controversy in some areas, but they're going to be absolutely Controversy around diehard fans and what? I think more about logistics yeah. of the park. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's going to be a lot of people coming into that area and – um, if you ever rode Jaws back whenever it was there, it wasn't a big area to begin with. Um, kind of the same way the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is now. Right. But it might be even more of a nightmare because they have tried to put so much in such a small area. But uh, we'll only know once it's once it's opened up or once we see this announcement. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to hear more details about it. I think Craig is turning into powder. What do you mean? <laughs> Did you know that movie with that guy? Yes. He looks very pale. <laughs> well, to yourself. I've been staying up. <laughs> he does. Oh, but you don't look like that normal. He like, look looking like that at you person, right here, but on the, the lighting on you is like super pale. Yeah, I, I've been staying out of the sun, and uh, it's, it's yeah. I've been this trying. Is, this is winter white Craig, <laughs> the winter warlock, <laughs> one foot in front of the other. <laughs> this is what gingers get like in the in the winter. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh! Well, all right. Well, thank you, Craig. You're welcome. I, I appreciate that. Uh, and sorry I forgot you. Um, it's, it's fine. It's okay. normal. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, before we move on to the, uh, to the wonderful buffet that we have in front of us, um, we do have the uh, top ten threads on the Disboards for the month of November. And I wanted to go through those with you guys. And uh, number ten is... Uh, be our guest lunch fast passes uh, from the Disney Dining Forum, and apparently uh, there's a a website uh, be our guest lunch which is uh, offering um, fast passes to be able to get into lunch for uh, be our guest, and that is uh, creating some conversation on the boards. Um, our number nine is yes touring cinderella's dream suite was amazing uh another um one of these popular ones and i think it's because it's kind of this really detailed inside look at the uh the dream the dream suite um the person the original poster emmy's mommy uh who who actually got to do this um was selected and was staying in the admiral suite at the yacht club and then i guess there's only one upgrade from that, I guess, you know, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and that's uh, the the Cinderella. But it's it's very very detailed. I mean, the first post is well over 
you know, half the Have page. any of you ever been in there? I have. I know no. Corey got a chance to go in there, I was right? with him. Yeah. It's oh. really incredible. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I saw it on the Travel Channel. I mean, seeing being able to touch all the stuff that's in there, oh, man, so cool. I used to see the door to the uh, to the, the elevator to it yeah. in the bottom of the tunnels. Yeah, yeah. And you'd always see, like, people with suitcases, like cast members with suitcases bringing them stuff up there. It was always exciting because you'd always wonder who was actually going to yeah. stay there. Remember the day, the weekend Tom Cruise was here with Katie and Suri? So they, they have VIPs that stay in there now that they're not offering it? This to, was in 09, so it was about five years yeah. ago. They so. do that every now and then, yeah. Okay. I mean, hello, he's Tom Cruise. He has yeah. bajillions yeah. of dollars. I'm not going to say no. Right. <laughs> and the number eight thread, which is on, uh, it kind of starts a, uh, a, a, kind of starts a, to- uh, a, a trend here in the top ten threads. It's, um, I'm done. Too many changes we don't like. And it's about somebody who is thinking about canceling their vacation because of all the hassles of uh, Fast Pass Plus and my Disney experience. You Makes look me like roll you- my eyes. Man, I roll mine. <laughs> and this I'm the queen so of eye rolling. <laughs> and this is these kind of threads are getting a lot of uh, a lot of traffic because you know people want. Then know- we don't, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. <laughs> right. Don't come. Exactly. <laughs> Starting a coup. But- <laughs> I think it's important for people to be able to talk about oh, their, absolutely. I'm not, their uh, problems that they're having with this. But, and, and it seems that these, these threads, uh, this one, at least the original post, is not in as detail as some of the later ones. Um, but these topics are, are very popular among people. who you know, That's why people come to the Diz boards. They're trying to make those decisions. They're trying to get that information. Um, but you're right. I hope people don't cancel their vacations because of this. Um, but the number seven thread is uh, from the budget board. It's, you won't believe what I saw at the food bank. Now, this one is uh, it's a, kind of a, about a story you know, of a woman with a different – she was volunteering at a food bank. And um, I think it's a woman. I'm not sure. I apologize. But the word mom is in her scream name. So <laughs> the same. Um, uh, She's volunteering at a food bank for the holidays and just kind of describing the different kind of people she sees there and who, you know, she's helping. And and then, of course, there's this is one of those kind of threads where everybody has an opinion on who should be at a food bank and Mm -hmm. who shouldn't. And so that's kind of why I think that one's popular. Um, But there's a a lot of really good stories in there, too. A lot of really good uh, uh, sentiments about volunteering like golden girls you know well that episode we're stan <laughs> I don't, i'm not familiar i'm overly familiar <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um let's see what are we on here uh oh number six is anyone else hugely entertained by the fast pass plus tier system test and this is theme parks and uh board and uh this is really the the first time i'm hearing about a fast pass plus tier system but they have uh, some information here and you know of course people are talking about um you know when is it actually happening what park is it going to be at and uh you know what are going to be the details of that so it's become a very popular threat. have you guys heard anything about mm-hmm. this or what do you guys i haven't think? actually that, that there's some people that you know you got to go in and you got to pick your three that you wanted so you could do like test track and soaring and what's another biggie at um epcot but now it's like you can only Grand pick. Tour. You can only pick one of those. You can only have like one of the headliners, oh, and I then see. you I have didn't know to it was pick. Called tier, okay. Yeah. So in a way, it's like the old ticket books. Like you have one e-ticket attraction, right. one okay. But some people, depending on when they did it, got three, you know, biggies, and then 
it's Epcot and Hollywood Studios that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So you might have picked um, Toy Story Midway Mania and Rock and Roller Coaster and can't think of the third one. There Tower either. Terror. Tower Terror. But now you only get one. But the guy that's standing next to you in the line, depending on when he did it, he has hmm. three. It's some kind of like A-B testing. So there, yes. there, there's a certain group of people that will get the, the top three, and then some people will get well, the... Well, no. Now it's all gone to the tiers. So, so you only get like one of those, one and then you e-ticket. get the lesser oh, okay. one. So, you know, since Disney's still in testing for this, who knows where it's going to end up? Because you know that all this is going to change by the time they open it up to everybody. But people are upset about having a tear there. Okay. Yeah. I, and I can understand that. Yeah. Because even with just regular paper fast passes, you could get whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And you could probably do it multiple times in one day, depending on the crowd. So I understand, I understand why people are upset about that in some ways. Um, the number five uh, is advisory. WDW Magic Band only testing begins at Disney's Pop Century Resort. And uh, this uh, thread, even though that's not necessarily true anymore, uh, this thread has kind of been a place where people are talking about when they're coming, where they're staying, and trying to get um, you know updates of, is my resort going to be on this list? Right. And when, when will my resort that I've chosen um, uh, be um, tested for... Uh, <laughs> Magic fans. I'm sorry, that just sounded That's weird. It's also very clinical. <laughs> when will my resort be tested? Um, it made me laugh out loud. I'm sorry. So this is kind of the issue that people are upset about. Whether when you check in, you just get the Magic Bands, or if you get like the Key to the World card with it, the RFID. And I think yeah. that I'm almost positive that you can just, if you prefer to have the card, you go to the front desk. You explain, you know what? I don't like how this feels. I don't want to use the Magic Bands. Whatever, they'll give you a printout of your of your room key. I'm but it's I forget what the the difference is, but it's not like the typical room key that lets you go get the fast passes. So there's something different with that alternate room key okay, so mm-hmm. that they give you. So they still want you to use that band. So basically everything's pointing to fast pass, legacy fast passes being ruled out. They're closing the right. machines in Animal Kingdom. Right. The and the key other thing you. that makes it interesting now, I went to Pop Century the other day to drop something off for a client. And, you know, usually when you get up to the thing and you, you put your room key in and the the um, the arm goes up and you can drive in. Yeah. You can't do that right now because your um, card, you don't have a card at like Pop Century to do that. Yeah. So you need to get over in the line where the, the guard is and then you have to like touch your magic band to his little device and then the the arm goes up or whatever. And I went with just my driver's license because that's usually what you do. And the guys are like, oh, a driver's license. <laughs> like, I was so old school. <laughs> so I mean, they should have, like, where they could do it manually, lift the gate, right? Well, yes. yeah, they do. But, but I guess now they want to, and they're doing that at the um, Auto Plaza, too, because they're doing going to do away with, you know, your uh, paper parking pass. Mm. So you're supposed to show your magic band to the cast member at the Auto Plaza. Disney's just changing everything. <laughs> yeah, and so the other yesterday we went over and where they're like, okay, I could show my ticket, but in the name of research, let's see what happens when I hand the guy the magic band. Mm. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he had his little touch thing and he tried to sign in and it didn't work. And finally he just went, Oh, go ahead, go. <laughs> so, 
there's still, you know, even cast members aren't up to speed on all this stuff yet. So there's a lot They're of... They're probably fresh, fresh, a little frustrated, too. So yeah. 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 So I said, you know, it's just... I think you have to go with the attitude of things are changing. But once you get past that, the parks are still just as magical as they ever used to be. Right. Don't let that scare you away. Okay. Change is a part of life, people. Yep. yep. All right. And our number four thread is, I finally canceled. Too much uncertainty for us. Now, this one is, again, in that That's in that just vein. sad. Yeah, your poor family. <sighs> yeah. I mean, especially if they knew about the trip and you have small children. Oh. Like, I think there's something wrong with this person. <laughs> yeah. This like, person... But if I was their child, I would just be horrible. If you canceled my trip to Disney, <laughs> I would be the worst child ever. I don't I... care about Christmas then. <laughs> the, if you read, if you read the, the original post, it's, you know, it's about FastPass Plus being an issue for them and my Disney experience being an issue for them. But they also, they say on the positive side, some really good ADRs just opened up for somebody. So, um, but again, this is another one of those threads. And people... People are getting uncertain about their vacations, and some some people are canceling. I wish know? that there would be a thread on the Diz about. I said I was never coming back, and I just, I just went on my vacation or something, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. check back with those people because I'd be willing to bet you most of those people that say that now, they're going to be back. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, yeah, try to. <laughs> try to find those positive stories and mm-hmm. hopefully those will continue to come and as Disney works out these problems I think we're going to hear more and more positive That's stories sort of little sayings popping into my head <laughs> <laughs> feel free to share if you like <laughs> maybe not <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number three is here now and it is packed so it's a, a um, person who is well was currently here I was about to say I don't think they're <laughs> yeah. here anymore <laughs> Um, kind of just uh, talking about the holiday crowds. and uh, Can I say on Saturday at Epcot was fabulous? Really? Because the last times that I've been to Epcot, it's been miserable and so crowded. But, I mean, we were there early, you know? Yeah. But even throughout the day walking around, it was not nearly as crowded as it has been, in my opinion. These these posts are one of the reasons why I got on the Diz boards in the first place. I loved seeing people talk about, I'm here, mm-hmm. you know, and live, you know, photo uh, updates and you know live stories and so I understand why these are popular and it's uh, mm. one of the reasons I love I love the yeah. board. It's like a live blog trip report. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and number two is a big change to FastPass Plus today, um, and uh, they're basically well, it's short. I'll read it. Um, okay, uh, this is uh, Shieldby posted this okay i just went to uh my disney experience to check if illuminations got loaded uh for november since wishes and msep my uh, what is it main street electrical parade Parade finally became available available last night i started to go through the process of selecting all new attractions at epcot and my disney experience said i could pick one choice from a group of attractions and two choices from another group in other words Either Soren or Test Track, but not both. So this is kind of what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is from November. So the majority of these threads, it's all about it's all about FastPass, all about my Disney experience. And, of course, number one, yet again, and I think she's going to wrap up the year for us, uh, but this is for November. We'll have December and January, um, is Disney College Program Frump Style. Number one. Yet again. Has wow. she ever been number two? Did she? Yeah. There, well, yeah, there, there was, was one month. one month. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. So even though I still don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's again, it's like it's kind of what I was just saying is that while she was on her college program, this was extremely popular because it's yeah. those it's those live in the park updates. Plus, she's a very interesting um, storyteller, and she had interesting stories to tell. So, yeah, still popular. Check it out, and uh, these will all be in the show notes, right? Yep, but, I'll link to them in the show notes. Cool. So you can. Uh, Check the links out for all these threads, or you can go to the disboards.com and find other threads. Whatever sparks your interest, maybe you can start one yourself. Yeah, so check it out. And that's disunplug.com for our show notes. Okay, so that's the top 10 threads for November. Can we eat? We are now, <laughs> we are now moving on to the piece de resistance. Cookies! Which is cookies. I'm sorry. I feel, I feel bad. Uh, first of all, Teresa didn't get to bring in whatever she was planning to make, and I'm sure they would have been really good. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want her tainted cookies. No. Right. Hashtag flu cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel really bad because this was kind of her big thing. I know. Like, she's so excited about this. I know, so. And I feel like I'm not, I'm not going to do it justice the way that she could, but at least you're festive right now. <laughs> um, I have to say, you know, she actually sent me the recipes and was like, choose from these. I didn't mm-hmm. pick one myself. Did she do the same thing to you guys? She you? had them printed out and then she kind of had like our names on some of them, but she let us pick which ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, I chose the easiest one of my Let's kind of start with the history of this. A couple weeks ago, we asked everybody to send in your uh, cookie recipes that you like for the holidays and uh, we'll make them and we'll try them. And uh, the current development is that we've chosen... Uh, how many do we have? I think have? we have five here. We have five here. Yes. And if your recipe was okay. chosen, then you get... A $25 gifts card. Yeah. <laughs> a Disney a certificate. One? Yeah, Disney. A Disney one? Yeah. yeah, Disney. No, it'll be to the Dis Unplug. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be for the shirts. You can no, buy don't one We don't make gift cards. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah. So, we've, uh, we've chosen some. All the recipes are very unique. And uh, all the uh, preparation, I'm sure, was quite unique as well. Because everybody's a different style of cook or whatever um, i just i Baker. wish i wish i knew i was going to be a part of this sooner and i could have contributed but. no you don't uh, <laughs> you just some of these the were very time consuming <laughs> they were so who wants to uh present first it doesn't matter do you want to go first, i will Julie? yeah right. that's fine julie will um present. okay so she had sent me three different recipes and the first two that i read were very time Intensive, and so I didn't choose those. Sorry, people. So I chose Rich Chocolate Chip Toffee Bars by Ms. Alicia on the boards. I'm sorry, but your real name wasn't um, anywhere in the email that I could find. So hopefully you're watching or listening. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what is in mine would be flour, mm-hmm. light brown sugar, butter, um, one egg, and it's only three quarters cup of butter. So that's one and a half sticks. <laughs> oh, my God. So healthy. Um, Two cups of Hershey's Special Dark Chocolate Chips. And this is from HersheyKitchens.com. So I did use Hershey. I did not use Nestle. Mm. Nestle to Nestle. Nestle. <laughs> you Americans butcher the French language. <laughs> um, and so then you good. can choose whatever kind of nut you want. I chose pecans. And um, one can of sweetened condensed milk. And then also uh, toffee bits. So it cost me $21.75 to make mm. these. I did not have any of the ingredients in my house. Um, oh, I just well, ate mine. I was going to show it off for the camera. Now that you're reading your ingredients, that is almost exactly the same as what mine is. But it wasn't Hershey. It was another. Did you use the yellow bag? I'm going to. Chocolate yes. chips? Nestle. That's Nestle yeah, to Laos. <laughs> <laughs> it was just referred to as a um, 
seven layer cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a well, magic mine is not seven yeah. layers. Um, so, but it was mine was super easy to do. Um, baked it at three fifty. It is in layers, but um, it only took me about an hour from starting the prep until they it's were really, done. I like the the bottom's almost like a shortbread. It tastes really good. Well, because the bottom, what I did is you take it's the flour. Some of the flour, some of the brown sugar, and the egg, mm-hmm. and you mix all that up, and then you take some of the chocolate chips and um, some of the nuts, <laughs> and then I press just like a QBC. small amount into the bottom of it, mm-hmm. the pan, and then you bake that for ten minutes. And then once that bakes, you pour the condensed milk over oh, the okay. hot bottom. Oh, yeah. And then you layer in all the chocolate chips and the rest of the nuts and everything. And then continue with the flour mixture that I press on the bottom, except you crumble it across the top. Mm-hmm. And then you bake that again, and then you sprinkle the top with the toffee chips again. So it's just a, you know, layering and taking in and out. But it really wasn't that hard The condensed all. milk almost tastes like a caramel on top of it. Well, it, it like, basically made a, it yeah. into like a... Um, like it tastes like toffee. Yeah, yeah. So I had the toffee bits, but then the condensed milk plus all that other stuff together baking. Oh, and it made enough for about forty people. I think. Um, forty-eight yeah. pieces. Yeah, so good. And I have the calories. So oh, oh, great. One of the small forty-eight pieces is hundred and ninety calories, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and ten grams of fat. Ooh. Well, okay. Okay. I already hey, put on they have 600 three grams calories of protein, today. though, guys. Hooray. <laughs> oh, wow. So one serving is one tiny bite. Yes. And some of them mm. I made bigger, but they are really good. <laughs> I had 18 servings. <laughs> <laughs> the condensed milk is what makes it, in yeah. my opinion. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's delicious. Really good. So, mm. great job, Ms. Alicia. Good Ms. recipe and great execution. <laughs> Thanks. I give this five stars. Wow. <laughs> I I personally I like mine the good. best, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who next, Kathy? Who who next? Who next? <laughs> Where you be? <laughs> Kathy's going next. Okay, okay. I did two cookies. I did a peanut butter cookie and the seven layer cookie. And I want to give the disclaimer that I am not a baker. If you need, we had this discussion before the podcast. If you need pots of soup made or like food for an army, I'm your person. I don't have the time or the patience to make mm-hmm. cookies. Good peanut butter. But when we were picking what cookie to do, um, I picked the. Oh, here comes. Dustin. Teresa told me she made you. Did she make you do the peanut butter ones? Well, I don't. I my first disclaimer. Another disclaimer. I don't like peanut butter. Just. But I know family and friends do, so I made the peanut butter cookie. This is from Maria Hafner. Um, Much ado about Disney. Switch to it. I want to see. (laughs) They are good. No, it's not about that. It's something else entirely. Four ingredients. It was very easy to do. It was an egg, a cup of sugar, a cup of peanut butter, and a teaspoon of baking powder. And then you just bake them at 375 for 10 minutes. Um, Very easy to do. Um, One of the things that seems to be the new way when you make cookies nowadays is you have to get the little like ice cream scooper that comes in the different sizes. And instead of rolling out the the dough, I just took the ice cream scoop and put them down, and then you're supposed to take like a fork and put the little crosshatch yep. in it. That's my favorite part. And they turned out 
good. Maybe they're good. I, I act, actually ate one in the name of research, and I'm still here to talk about it because, like I said, I don't like peanut butter. But I this was a very easy recipe if you wanted to whip up some cookies. So I have to ask you because the recipe that I use um, after you make your little ball of the dough, did you roll it in sugar again? No, this one um, didn't call. That's for that. it. Okay, because we're talking about the, the fork cross section, right? You do right. on the top. Usually, I roll it in sugar first, yeah, yeah. and then I do the fork cross section. Yeah. See, yeah, no, I wanted it. I wanted to go by what the recipe right. was because I didn't know how militant we were going to be about you know extremely militant. Yes. <laughs> That's Craig will show you. <laughs> so the next cookie, as I hand it to my lovely assistant. <laughs> These are the seven-layer cookies, and I was excited to do this one because I used to get the box mix. It was Eagle Brand, Mm -hmm. because I know you and I talked about that. And they took them off the market for some reason a couple years ago. There was a problem with it or whatever. So to actually have the recipe, because I had been looking for this and didn't know what to call it. And I've heard magic bars, whatever. So Magic. These have... um, it's a stick of butter with, um, it's got a graham cracker crust. You can use, they said, you could use Teddy Grahams. Getting a little shaky there. <laughs> so, switch, switch cameras, it's awful. <laughs> this segment's going to win an award. So, <laughs> hard-hitting news. Um, so then you just layered the different items. It was um, coconut, uh Regular chocolate chips, semi-sweet chocolate chips, then butterscotch chips, and sweetened condensed milk, and then pecans, pecans on the top. So it's very easy. You just layered it. You put it in the oven at 350 for about 35 minutes. You let it cool, and then you cut it. And I like it because you got a lot out of, like, one pan. And when you eat one of the little squares, it, it fills you up. Yes, but it's very easy. It stores well. It tastes um, very different from mine because of the coconut. And I used special dark. I didn't use semi-sweet. And, see, and you also have the butterscotch, which I think adds a really mm, nice butterscotch flavor. Butterscotch is good. Yeah, and I guess what I would do different, and maybe that's because I'm used to the box, is maybe not put the whole – because I doubled the recipe. And I used a whole bag of Oh, each. you doubled that recipe? Wow. Yeah. I was thinking, can I cut mine in half? <laughs> you know, well – because I knew that I yeah. liked these, so whatever was left, I could have at home. They're really good, Catherine. Um, yeah, they are good. This is from Mike and Mandy. At um, it's Michael York, but um, I really enjoyed these. And I said, if I and they sent another recipe, but I didn't do that one. But this is a family favorite, so mm-hmm. those are mine. Mm-hmm. Very good. So next, I guess, we're going to go with Sean's. All right, right, mine's a little involved. I went full-blown out of garden mm-hmm. and brought um, still shots of each process. So Wow. Um, mine is... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was step one. So mine is from Kim Wells, um, and sh- these are sinfully delicious brownies. And here she says, I would love to contribute my cookie recipes, but they're also boring. You know, chocolate chip, oatmeal raisin, etc. However, if you want a different dessert for the holidays, make these. So then she sends this recipe for sinfully delicious brownies. And I went to the store and spent $25 on things for this because I had nothing. There was like marshmallows and all kinds of stuff. An entire jar of peanut butter went into these brownies. Wow. Holy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So basically you make the brownie batter. Um, you melt butter, whatever, cocoa powder. Then you add like an egg mixture with um, another type of other sugar. Then you add the flour and stuff, and you make this like nice batter. And then you bake the brownies. So that's a couple pictures from here. Yeah, I used you the KitchenAid. Wow. Did, yeah. Actually, it's Williams, but I used it. <laughs> <laughs> so Secrets. Then, yeah. So then you make the then. So that's the um, brownie in the pan. So then you bake it, and then you have to let it cool completely. 
And then the most amazing step was emptying an entire jar of peanut butter into a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. In my and life. you used Peter Pan. Aww. Well, it was BOGO at public, so I had to. <laughs> so then you put it in the microwave. And you let it melt. Well, that's that's, your that's not the microwave. If that's your microwave, we have to have a yeah. talk. Yeah, <laughs> we have to have a talk. <laughs> I keep stuff in there, isn't that right? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> no. so essentially, then you pour the melted peanut butter on top of the brownies. Then you stick it in the fridge. Um, we're way too ahead with the pictures. Okay, Calm down. This back. Is, Go back to the up. fridge. All right. So then you pour the melted peanut butter on top of the brownies. Put it in the fridge. You let it harden for like an hour and a half. You have to let the peanut butter turn into a solid. Then you make a frosting to go on top of this, which is milk, cocoa powder, cut up butter, another stick of butter, because two wasn't enough in the brownies. <laughs> then you chop up marshmallows, which I've never heard of, putting it in a thing. <laughs> the marshmallows were an ingredient. So then you melt those into the mixture, whatever. And then you add two cups of powdered sugar and you get a frosting and you pour them on top of the brownies. <laughs> I guess the marshmallow is what makes the frosting like fluffy. It is fluffy and shiny, too. Yeah. It made a nice kind of like fudgy so texture. So then you refrigerate it for another hour and a half, whatever. And that's the knife stuck in it because they are so thick and rich. Yes, it's more like a cake. It is like a cake or a fudge. I mean, these are the thickest brownies I've ever had. But they're delicious. They really oh, are. They are so good. I have a picture of a, a cross section of them there. You can see the different layers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think I cut them too big, actually. I think yes, they need to be did. very small. They should be in half. Mm-hmm. Maybe even in quarters. Yeah. <laughs> but they are really, really delicious. So make them Kim bite was right. People just pop them in. Yeah. Put them on toothpicks. Again, and you stuck pretty pretty close to the uh, original there was only uh, Yeah. The only thing I changed was she called for um, crunchy peanut butter, which meant there would have been there would have been like little peanuts in that layer. I don't like crunchy peanut butter. I, no. I thought smooth would have been better, so that's what I went with. That's a, that's a personal. Yeah, it, it is. It's a personal preference. Yeah. yeah. Crunchy peanut butter. But overall, they're very successful. I loved them. I, they'll, they're going to feed a thousand people because... <laughs> and you did great. Thank You're you. Like, well, one lonely night. He multiplied. <laughs> the brownies are like multiplying. You need a glass of milk for sure to go with them. Yeah. But they were good. Thank you, Kim. Yes, thank you. That was awesome. Craig. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. Well, uh, as everyone now knows, I am a master storyteller and uh, I'm not a baker in any ways. I love to cook. I don't bake at all. I'm like Kathy. It takes way too much time. Um, it just it doesn't really suit my fancy. So my recipe came from Jennifer Fredericks, um, and she had this really awesome idea called a uh, Inception Cookies after the movie, <laughs> which I love the movie, so it worked out perfectly. And what she does is so she, Christmassy. It is, yeah. It's <laughs> That's my favorite. Nothing Christmas like movie. Leonardo DiCaprio for the holidays. Um, Hanukkah, Ellen Page. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, it's chocolate chip cookies with an Oreo stuffed in it. And uh, I have to say, though, sorry, there are no what? chocolate chips on my cookie. Oh, you know what? Can, there are. can I finish my story? <laughs> they just look like they've turned into bacon. <laughs> okay. So, um, and I won't lie to anyone here because you're all my friends, whether or not we've met yet. Um, I don't have a lot of stuff to make baked goods. Uh, it's not something I do, and I didn't have time to do it last night whenever <laughs> I did it. So what I did, instead of making chocolate chip cookies with Oreos stuffed in them, I went out and bought the cheapest <laughs> roll of Pillsbury <laughs> sugar cookies, and then I I uh, found the mint Oreos that they have at Walmart, and I, I kind of shoved them inside there, and then I cooked them, and the monstrosities that came out of it looked like this. 
and the fried egg cookies. I promise it doesn't do it justice. They look like um, flying saucers. Yeah, they look horrible. And um, Here, would you like I, to see me bite it? I think they would have been good eight hours ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I made a lot of mistakes uh, in this. They are good. Even though um, they taste good. Uh, they do. They're minty. They're good. Yeah. But they're a little hard. So... Um, yeah, first off, if you make cookies, don't leave them uncovered overnight. They'll get very, very brick hard. The, uh, um, second, <laughs> if you bake the Andes uh, peppermint white chocolate chips, uh, if you put them in the oven for like 15 minutes at 350, they're going to look like bacon bits. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're going to be left with just a really hideous outcome. Um but they're, they, they, they taste, taste like good. mint, they do. and they do uh, they're a substitute for brushing your teeth, if that's your thing. Because <laughs> your teeth fall out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just have to hope that we never have to do this again, because I don't, <laughs> I, I don't like it. We have to do it again with Teresa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she deserves will. that. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that week off. and <laughs> Do something else. Make oh, Christmas is a whole year away. Yeah. <laughs> Good, goody. Got to tell you though, this has been a lot of fun, and I, I, looks like you guys had fun. It was making fun. it. Yeah, yeah. I have to admit, I really didn't want to make them at first. I was like, really? Ugh. <laughs> but then it's been fun. I just feel like I need to apologize to Jennifer one more time for not following her <laughs> recipe, but enjoy the gift card. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's sure all that matters. Maybe if you ever come down to Florida, you can hand deliver your actual cookies so we can try them because I, I would just screw it up well again everybody that we uh the recipes that we chose they're all going to get a 25 dollars disney gift card and this has been a lot of fun again i apologize to Teresa. i know you had a lot planned here and uh, I, I wish you could have been here for that um but uh this was a lot of fun one way or the other it was mm-hmm. fun that is going to do it for our episode today uh we hope you had a great time watching and we hope you guys all have a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas and whatever. Happy Festivus. Happy yes. Festivus. Happy New Year. Kwanzaa. Happy, happy Kwanzaa. Everything you celebrate. We hope you have a good rest of the year. And we'll see you again uh, in 2014. Yeah. We'll see you two, next year. At 2 p.m. on Tuesday. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Have a good rest of the year. <laughs>